Hey everybody, this is Holly Spengler at Prairie Farmer again, and we have another Confessions of a Farm Wife podcast for you this week, talking food, family, and farming. You guys, this episode could not be more indicative of our personalities. We're doing a rapid-ish Q&A with questions from each of us, and some of them are deep and meaty and ponderous, and some are about our favorite new snacks. So, you know, a little bit of everything. Plus, you won't hear him, but Emily's husband was in the next room trying to pretend we weren't talking about him. So, if you are looking for a good book to read, or if you're looking for profound life advice, we can hook you up in this episode. So give it a listen. Check us out on Instagram at Emily Wabel and at H. Spengler. And we're on Twitter, too, at Emily underscore Wabel and at Holly Spengler. And if you are so inclined, leave us a little iTunes review because that helps other people find us, too. So, here it is, episode number 28. Hey everybody, we are back with a new podcast today, sitting around Emily's dining room table again. We've done this in several places, but this seems to be like the go-to... Home base. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we've gotten comfortable here. Well, it's be- mostly because I have nappers. Like everybody else who comes <laughs> into that. this does not have a napper and... The babysitter's kids were sick today, so I was going to come to your kitchen table. That's right. But... We talked about that. Mm-hmm. That's Sorry. Right. My bad. So you this... might hear some babies yelling because it's getting to be the That's... witching hour. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to that. So we want to try something a little different today. Like we have interviewed each other in the past, but we've kind of got a set of questions that we're going to run through today. Each of us answer and then go on. So I'm going to ask you first, Emily. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is a total mix of like silly and serious because that's guess, how we roll. Guess who did the silly ones? <laughs> who it did works the heartfelt, out. lovely ones? <laughs> and it works and out did, just fine. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do right now? Oh, my favorite thing to do right now is, well, if it would quit being windy, windy I, I like to run outside. Now the weather is getting really nice. Uh, but running in the wind, that stinks, right? It's awful. It's worse than running in the cold. Mm-hmm. My running partner and I will cancel with an ounce of wind, but if it's 15 degrees, we'll still go. Mm-hmm. So like the promise of spring is making me want to go outside and run. Like even today, it's sunny out, but it's super windy. So I have the desire, but not the drive. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. How about you? Okay, favorite thing to do right now, yes. I would say is, um, this is going to sound really nerdy, mm. but I've gotten back into meal planning. Oh, man. I know. Like Yet another way I can feel substandard. <laughs> Good job, Holly. Yeah, well, wait till next week. I'll be done with that. <laughs> Top those again, kids. <laughs> Didn't we just have this? What could we make with hamburger and pasta? Because <laughs> I put this off Perhaps until the last minute. tomato-based sauce in a jar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I'm going on two weeks now. Like I have actually planned out what we're going to do. And I'm here to say like, there's not a whole lot to make you feel more accomplished than having supper either in the crock pot or ready to go or planned or whatever at 4 PM. I do have beef ready for beef and noodles tonight. Nice. My husband is giving me a thumbs up because he's quietly sitting in the living room (laughs) been told not to, not to have a peep. You know, I wish I could do that. I am super organized. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me? Like household budgets and meal yeah. planning, I'm terrible at. The last time I did this was the first week in January 2016. So, <laughs> so it's been a while. It's been a while. Time to come back. Um, but gosh, it does work well. And like what I do, we have this weekly calendar. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's the Erin Condren one. Yeah, right? and it's like a giant notepad, and mm-hmm. I write down everything that's happening every day okay. for each person. And then... When I'm into my meal planning, then at the bottom of each day, I write what we're going to have. So something to look forward to. So, yeah. And and it also spurs me, like, last night, I'm like, okay, so tomorrow night I'm making meatloaf. I'm going to go get get the hamburger hamburger out and get it ready to go. So, Well, here's my question about that Erin Condren calendar really Mm -hmm. quick before we get back. 
I think I'm outgrowing my dry erase. But those little squares, I yeah. can color code like mm-hmm. nobody's business, but you can't read it when it's all squished together. Is it like, could it take that space? Is it that big of a piece? Oh yeah, it's totally. Oh. It's like 11 by 17. I'll, I'll take a picture of it. That would be lovely. Or a nice birthday gift. If anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> all eyes turn to Joe Abel. <laughs> He's not. He's biting he's his fingernails. Super not listening yes. to us. I think he's super pretending to ignore us. <laughs> he just noticed. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, that's my nerdy that's thing. That's awesome. Good yeah, for you. It does make you feel very accomplished. Here's a little bit of accountability, friends. Mm-hmm. Shoot Holly a Twitter or a Facebook yeah, in a couple months. How's couple that months. meal couple planning weeks. Okay, that's couple days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So what we're in what March? Yes. Coming out of winter ish. Yes. Are you reading anything these days? Well, I was reading gosh, I was reading a book called Rare Bird and it was a rare book bird. about it was it suggested on a podcast, ironically. It is a book about a mother who lost her son to a horrible accident. He was swept away in a river. Why am I reading that? You know what his name is? <laughs> his name's Jack. Oh I had to put <laughs> it down. So I actually just called it up on my Amazon cart list because I just ordered a few books. Part of my job is dealing with the opioid epidemic sure. as well as methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. So I have two books that are arriving on Thursday about a father and a son. It's the same family. Okay. One's called Tweak. It's by Nick Chef, and it's about being addicted to meth. And then the other book is called Beautiful Boy, and it's about having an addicted son. And I think it'll be really interesting. The other one I would love, I'm dying to read is called The Sound of Gravel. And it's about... Because you don't know what that means. I know. I know. I love the title. But it's about a young woman who grew up as like the 42nd child of her father. It was a religious cult. I love a memoir like that. Interesting. Yeah. So... I've got a lot I'm of. I need to borrow that one. Yeah, but I had to put down Rare Bird. I Sound know it's beautiful, but yeah. I just couldn't. It's on my bedside so table, like, and I couldn't do it. Fifteen years ago, before we ever had mm-hmm. kids, I read The Deep End of the Ocean. Oh, I've never read that. It's about a little boy who's abducted. You know, like oh. in a hotel. Mm-mm, you know, like mm-mm, the families mm-mm. that I think they were at a re- class reunion or something, and mm. somebody just took him. I mean, it was just, I, I'm like, there's no way I could read that. Yeah. No. No, thank you. No. Yeah. How about you? What are you reading? Um, I have been slowly making my way through a book called Victoria. Is which, it about the queen? The queen. <gasps> queen Victoria, which, okay, now it's on PBS, which... Have you started watching? Oh, yes. Like, this is the first time in my life, probably, that I've been ahead of the cultural curve. You, you were know. so ahead. Because did you watch <laughs> Downton? Uh-huh. Love oh, Downton. Is it like that? Um, no. Oh. Well, and, and see, and I started reading Victoria before Christmas... I think it came out around Thanksgiving. I'm write that down. It's a meaty book. Like, it is. I'm going to say that thing is a good inch and a half thick. So you just wave it around to your feet. Like, <laughs> well, look what I'm just casually reading. 7,000 A large pages. book. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's, and it's, it's, it's a biography. Mm-hmm. So it's historical. It's mm-hmm. accurate. It's gone through all her papers and her letters. Mm-hmm. And it's very meticulously okay. written by this, I can't remember her name right now, but she was a uh, writer for Newsweek, I believe. Julia Baird is okay. her name. And she, it's, it's very, it's just very historically accurate. Like I like that. It needs mm, to be accurate. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so now when I start watching Victoria on PBS, I'm like, yeah, that's not true. <gasps> oh, <laughs> or I'm like, yeah, she really didn't have a relationship with Melbourne. That's just not true. Okay, but Even though they try to make it. Yeah. Yeah. They try to build up. But you like things. the show Victoria? Um, yeah. As long as you know that it's not historically okay. accurate. Okay. If you could, if you could go into it, like saying this is just. Fantastical. Right. Okay. Right. And you know, it's a little I bit love a dramatic. British. British, like, yes. what is it, the 20s? She was 1800s. She's 1800s, okay. So, like, 1837 love, oh. to 1901 or two, I think, was the her Victorian reign. Victorian era. Yeah, Duh. that's the Victorian, Victorian era, yes. Hello. I'm a history major. <laughs> I'll hook you up with you my book. You can edit that out. Oh, my gosh. Woo! 
I'm tired. I'm still working my way through that though. Cause it's, that's a big book. That's awesome. But yeah. So, okay. Deep, deep thoughts on a podcast. Mm -hmm. How have you known in your life when it was time to make a change? Cause you know, you kind of have those points where you're like, okay, I'm ready to have a baby or, okay, I'm going to go back to school or I'm going to take this job or I'm not going to take this job. How, how do you, how do you know when to make those decisions? Okay. Can I tell you when to not? How do we sure. Know? Okay. The inverse. Uh, the inverse. Um, just, I'm just thinking back when we first had Anna, it was about, I mean, it was the spring. She was born in March and we thought we would move back to where Joe is from. Mm-hmm. And we had a house ready to rent. We knew where we wanted to build. We, I mean, we were ready. I had quit, quit my job. I had taken a year's leave of absence and then I just totally quit. From teaching. From yes. teaching. And we came home and we just had had a few days. And I just, I kind of remember like, it was like a day like this. It was cool. It was spring. I think Anna and I had been outside. And I just remember thinking like, I just don't think we can leave here. And Joe and I mm-hmm. both, like, we just didn't feel, we had that squishy feeling of like <laughs> wishy-washiness. Mm-hmm. Nothing was really opening that made you want to push through that door. Yeah. So we yeah. didn't leave that year. We had even even announced it to our small group that we were thinking of moving and blah, blah, blah. And we just, we didn't, we just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward however many years, 11 years when I took my job, which is full time. And I have six kids, two of them being very small that would need care and mm-hmm. yada, 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 yada. And there was just this moment, like when I finally realized that I'm getting in deep with this interviewing process and I'm really enjoying talking about mm-hmm. it. And it just, it felt like all the stars were aligning correctly in the way that it was going to jive with our family values. It was going to jive with our schedule. It was going to help our budgeting and things, you know, just like, mm-hmm. I feel like everything has a domino has to line up for you to push it over. Mm-hmm. And all my dominoes at that point were lining up. Whereas when we were going to move the first time we had a domino here and then down the road, we had a sh- like a longer stretch and then a domino. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? For a visual. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, if I have like a gut feeling. Yeah. If that makes sense. By that. Okay. So are you a little bit more methodical or are you more, <laughs> you know, it's funny that I would propose this question cause I don't have a great answer for it. I think I just wanted to hear my answer. I know <laughs> I, I like hearing what people say to that. <laughs> And we're done with our podcast today. <laughs> in my life, I have found like I've just fallen backwards into a lot of things. Uh-huh. That's the way it feels. I think like if you take the grander view of that, it is God opening a door sure. and either pushing me through it or I fall through it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, where I mean, going back to college, even like, you know, this job at Prairie Farmer, it opened up. I knew it was open. I went to the right meeting. Uh-huh. I met the editor. I, you know, ended up getting the job. There I was, Mm -hmm. you know, by the time we were ready to have children, it was kind of like, okay, I think we're ready for this. Mm -hmm. And then, but knowing like, this is going to be a big change in our lives and in my job, because I knew I didn't want to stay full time. Right. And then asking, can I go part time? And they ultimately said yes, after some doing. And then, you know, when it was time to come, you know, everybody went to school, Mm -hmm. I asked to come back full time Mm -hmm. and they said yes. Mm -hmm. And it's just worked out as weird as that sounds, you know, and then. You know, when I became editor two years ago, like that was just, it just worked out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even something I was pursuing at the time. I was kind of thinking maybe I was going to go another direction and then here we are. So yeah, I I can't even say that I've made that big decision. It's just kind of fallen backwards into it. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) That's luck. (laughs) Because there's a lot of decisions in this place. I think I just spit on your paper. Sorry. Sorry. I, I think that that is, that's good alignment of professional 
integrity and knowing where you stand Mm -hmm. and figuring out exactly what you want to do. Because there wasn't a lot of wiggle room with what you Mm -hmm. were doing, right? Right. I mean, see, that's the thing, like... I seem kind of wishy-washy. I'm mean, trained as a teacher. I thought I wanted to be a writer. So, like, decisions can be kind of like, hmm, maybe I'll try this. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think that that, I mean, that's that's really good planning. Much like your meal planning. Yeah. <laughs> For two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the paper to write it on, so you're good. It'll look pretty. <laughs> You'll write it in some cute writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put it in all the colors. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. I think it's just funny. Like, I've talked to... Um, we do these pray profile stories. Yeah, I, I like about. those. Yeah, I need to get another one done. <laughs> in your free time. Yeah, in my free time. But I ask that question a lot of those people. And these are, you know, fairly accomplished yeah, people who are say? down the road in their careers. Well, they're all different answers, okay. you know. And for a lot of them, it's what you said. It just felt right. Yeah. It didn't feel squishy. Right. <laughs> and I've heard people say, you know, like, it was, you know, maybe they realized they, they, they you know, took a leadership position in a, in a volunteer organization that mm-hmm. gave them more management. Mm. And then when that was done, they came back. I mean, still yeah. in the job, but came realized, and, okay, that. yeah, mm-hmm. like trying to give advice on how to manage things. And that wasn't their job. Right. And kind of realizing, okay, I've moved past this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time for me to make a change. Mm-hmm. And that's very wise mm-hmm. to be able to recognize mm-hmm. that and have that moment where you go, ah, I could do this. Yeah. I could apply for that next step. Right. Or I could. Mm-hmm. Right. That's interesting. That's, I think also being self-aware, being really mm-hmm. aware of, and I think that's what you struggle with in that funny, I'm a mom, but I'm young. I have a career, but I have this kid. I think a lot of people struggle with that mm-hmm. identity because you think, well, I mean, when I had Anna, I thought for sure, oh, I'll go back and get my master's and I'll be a principal. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Great. I did not. Grand plans. So grand plans. Ugh. God bless you principals, but wow. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to be self-aware. Like I now know going on down that. I wouldn't have flexibility to be with my kids. That would drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. And I also know, I don't think I would deal with people that well in that mm-hmm. heightened emotional state that is school, yeah. which I do love. I mean, I was helping at the Valentine's party. I'm like, I could probably do this again, but not really. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause I help at those and think I could never do this. I'll see you <laughs> next Halloween. <laughs> and then I'll Maybe see you at Christmas. If I sign and up, I'll see you at Valentine's. There you go. <laughs> Like, God bless them. Yes, wow. for sure. Takes yeah. a special person. It really does. It's a certain level mm-hmm. of, I don't want to say chaos, because it's very organized and, and well done. You just done. have to be it's absolutely just... fluid. Right. Because mm-hmm. there right. might be a fire drill in the middle of your spelling test <laughs> with your students with sensory issues that you have to now get out of their routine. And uh, yeah, it's very... Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. Here's my question. Yeah. What's your go-to snack, Holly? <laughs> Maybe I'm hungry. I think that's a good question. Because I have um, I have a friend from the TRX gym that I go yes. to who like is the snack queen. Like if there's a good healthy snack out there, yes. she knows about it. So she had got me onto a while back these um, dark chocolate yogurt covered raisins Ooh, by Sunmade. Mm-hmm. They're in a little box yes. like you would have for your kids. Yes. I forget if they're like 100 calories or so <gasps> a piece. Nice. So if you need a little sugary sweet something. Okay. That's a good go to. See, I would But I've kind of gone off those oh, now. What are you doing now? <laughs> Um, this sounds fancy, but a friend and I dropped into that fresh market grocery yeah, store yeah, yeah. in uh-huh. Peoria, Peoria. Mm-hmm. just to see, cause the kids, that was the day we took the kids to the 4-H Clover Clinic yes. and then uh-huh. we had a day. Oh, how lovely that you could <laughs> yes. go to the fresh market without someone around. complaining. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. But they had a ton of like, um, trail mix stuff yes. you know, in bins that yes. you could scoop out however much you wanted. And then they also had these honey roasted almonds, mm, like a delicious. sugar bit, like good for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those are okay. quite tasty too. Okay. Yeah. 
And See, I'm a mix up. maker. I'm a ah. throw in a handful of Cheerios, throw in a handful of raisins, throw in a handful of dry peanuts, and throw in a handful of M and M's. Shake it up in a bag. That's Done. what I eat. There you yes, go. I'm like the mix queen. <laughs> and it's just and sometimes I'll make it like sometimes I'll put pretzels in there, and sometimes you know live large. <laughs> Gonna get crazy. <laughs> Maybe a goldfish if I feel a little savory. <laughs> yeah. So is that your go-to snack? Yes, then? for sure. Making I, up something. Yeah. I just go into my cabinet, go, because hmm. I like to have like a protein. I like to have a sweet. Mm-hmm. I like to have a fruit. Sometimes I it's use dried cranberries. Sometimes I use, because then like mm-hmm. you're not carb heavy. You're not right. protein heavy. You're not The one heavy. I bought that day has sunflower seeds mm-hmm. and cranberries. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a little chocolate covered raisin, mm-hmm. but there's hardly any of those in. And then of like course. cashews and Ooh, yum. some peanuts and stuff like that. Yeah. So quite tasty. Interesting. Okay, so back to the deep questions. Yes, finish up with that one. <laughs> I know. Right? What did you learn growing up that influences you today? Um, like that takeaway lesson. Yes, it was that someone is mm-hmm. always better, prettier, smarter. You know, one up you on everything. So quit worrying about that. Embrace that yeah. in the way that just be who you are, be comfortable with who you are, celebrate the fact that those people are better than you. I mean, I think about my roommate in college who she and I were good buddies. We did lots of things that were the same. She is now a pediatric oncologist. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, she was studying Plato and I was playing with Play-Doh because I was doing like early childhood things. But, um, and she was also poli-sci minor. Right. I know. Super crazy. Anyway, but like, my mom drilled that in my head and I think it was because she didn't necessarily feel that way always because she went to a tiny school too and uh-huh. you can be, get real comfortable with being a big fish. Don't you think that's the lesson when you go to college someplace big? It's oh. like, you know, in high school you were the smart kid. Yeah. And at, you know, U of I, let's say. You might everybody, be the kid. Well, everybody was the smart kid. <laughs> yes. You know? And they could have had to read more books because they did AP English where we didn't have right. that. And we were like, what is this AP that you speak of? <laughs> really? I had yeah. no idea until uh-huh. I got to uh-huh. Champagne. What, what are they talking about? Uh-huh. AP? Uh-huh. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I try to keep that in mind even in parenting because it is hard to look around and compare like, oh, shoot, that kid's doing whatever. You know, you mm-hmm. have it. I don't know. I just fall into that trap a little bit easier than some mm-hmm. maybe. But um, but that has really carried me through because like in different speaking engagements or events or work things, you can really get down on yourself or get too high on yourself and not be self-aware of, you know what, I need to dial it back or I need to ramp it up so right that's a good point yeah how about you well I think the enduring lesson from my childhood is to work hard Mm -hmm. and it was just partly my kids think I don't didn't have any fun which maybe a little bit (laughs) it's so funny you say that because Joe always says like well we never did that we're too busy working I'm like you are so full of crap you were not working on Christmas Actually, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas we town jerks were living it up with Santa Claus. My husband is like, there are more movies than I never saw. He's like, how did you never see? I'm like, we didn't. I, I don't even know if we knew that existed. Like, the movies? Well, are you Amish? Movies, no, but I mean, we just yeah. never went. Yeah, that's Joe. I never saw E.T. <gasps> right? I was scared to death of I did see it should not have because I was scared to death of him. Have you seen those things that say like... Uh, you know, don't feel bad if you don't know such and stuff with your kid. Yeah. Like the mom from E.T. Yeah. had an alien living in her house yeah, for no days idea. and had no idea. <laughs> I love the, if you wore these shoes and they're those Steve Madden um, wedgie, yes. then you need some eye cream. <laughs> like, 
perfection. <laughs> that's about right. Well, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did so, that yeah, carry? Just, how's that carried you? Through? Well, and I think yeah. So now the idea is just that like hard work pays off. Yeah, you know. And I heard the other day, and so full credit to Aaron Ivy on. Yeah, Jamie I'm Ivey, in the process of listening of, yeah, to that uh-huh. Happy Hour podcast. His advice was that input is key to output. Mm. And I thought, well, that's exactly sort of that crystallizing. Like, that is exactly what the lesson was from my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like, the work that you put into something is determines what you're going to get out of mm-hmm. it. You know, whether that's showing cattle, whether that's practicing piano, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether that's what you do in your studies, mm-hmm, you know, your mm-hmm. work, whatever. I think it applies to everything. Yeah, And I true. sat there, I shared this the other day, I sat there at... Um, I played accompaniment parts for high school solo and ensemble contest, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just an eye-opening <laughs> experience yeah. to all varieties mm-hmm. of preparation, right. right? So you sat there and heard kids who just played unbelievable piano solos, mm-hmm. and I heard a saxophone solo that just lit the room on yeah, fire, uh-huh. and a flute solo that was unbelievable. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you sat there and you're like, that child has practiced their yeah, tail off. Uh-huh. They didn't just magically get up. And play that today, because right. there know? is raw talent that can do that. But the, but, but don't you feel like that is practice like, is going like to trump the it every day in Carnegie Hall? Yeah, that and they're still going to have to practice, right. or it's a waste. Mm-hmm. And then there are kids who, you know, I sat down to play for one little boy, not little, he's a high school boy, mm-hmm. who told me he had only played his song three times. Oh, God bless America. Like, you're like, you're welcome. I got up at six o'clock on a Saturday morning to come here. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't want to, I didn't say it, but you're thinking, well, then I've already practiced more than you oh, <laughs> for, for yourself. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's backgrounds. It's, you know, kids that haven't been taught that kind of thing. Right. Who don't have the discipline, whatever. And you just see how this is going to play out in their life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. very much input is key to output. Right. You work at it. You will learn. You mm-hmm. will know the words to mm-hmm. your song. You won't get embarrassed because you mm-hmm. had to stop and be reminded and you of, also your words know, of your solo. And I think that also is key self awareness driven too. You also know if you practice enough and you play enough. And I'm thinking about my kids and piano. I was a piano mm-hmm. player. My mom was not. Mm-hmm. My grandma was. We're laughing. We're like, we think it skips generations because <laughs> my two older ones are like meh yeah. about it. Yeah. They'd rather do other things. But like I. I think that if you practice and if you work hard and if you stay steady with something, you'll also know that like, okay, I can walk away from this and I won't regret it. Right. You know? Right. You so. get to see what that's like on the other side. Yeah. And you've pushed through that hard point. That's what we yes. see that with our oldest mm-hmm. as she's I'm trying to think how many years she's been in piano, maybe six. Yeah. Six years this spring. Second, right? And as, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we see it every time you make that jump in piano where it suddenly gets harder. Mm-hmm. That's when she's pushed back the most and willing yep. to quit. Yep. And you're like, what happens if you learn to quit when it gets hard? Right. What does that do for you when you're 30? Right. And something gets hard. So, anyway. That's a good lesson. Even though you really need to go see some movies from the 80s. <laughs> I do. I do. Perhaps. Well, John, we've made up for a lot of it. He's, oh, good. He's I've still never seen you. Animal House. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Joe I uses Joe Wable Rush Chairman. Damn glad to meet you. <laughs> All the time. Well, that's the weird. Like, I've heard so many lines from it, and, like, half the guys at Neighbor House and College had nicknames from that movie, so I feel like I've seen it. I even got my brother, like, the sweatshirt that says college on it for (laughs) Christmas one year. Oh, see, I had pop culture parents, so. Yeah, mine were. And we didn't live on a farm, so. We had nothing but time. All I had to do was make a bed. (laughs) There you go. Well, that's fun. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Here's our rapid fire questions. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody have a good week. Bye.